Now, I don't always make a habit of doing this, I know, but I'm going to keep us in the same general vicinity that we were in last week. And if you weren't with us last time around, we spoke with Kay Manningly from Junkin' Gypsy in Horse Cave. And what a neat store. Kay is such a total blast, too. So if you missed last week's show, you owe it to yourself to go back and check it out. But anyhow, just up and over the road a little ways from Junkin' Gypsy in Horse Cave, we come across another delightful destination in Springfield known as the Maple Hill Manor Bed and Breakfast. And when we say it's a delightful destination, that is by no means an exaggeration. It has been voted the state's best B&B by readers of Kentucky Monthly Magazine, and you know that doesn't happen by accident. So we'll find out a little bit about the secret to their success with one of the two new owners, Catherine Ulrey, who will explain why it is the perfect place to unwind, regardless of the occasion, regardless of what you're hungry for. They're going to have something that suits your fancy. So we will talk to Catherine in mere, mere moments on Blabbing in the Bluegrass Season 6, Episode 8. Come on! Kentucky features so much more than basketball and horses. We're home to scenic spectacles and one-of-a-kind golf courses. If boating, fishing, dining, or music is your pleasure, we'll guide you to the sights and sounds that you will truly treasure. Cause we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide, cause we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste. From Wycliffe to Radcliffe, Williamsburg to Woodburn, nobody but nobody fits the Commonwealth like a glove the way we do here on Blabbing in the Bluegrass as we explore and celebrate all things Kentucky. Sam Moore here at the shining, shimmering North Quail Motel in beautiful Henderson, KY, and we're about to take you to another shining, shimmery locale in Springfield, Kentucky. And I tell you, just listening to Catherine Ulrey describe the Maple Hill Manor bed and breakfast makes me feel like I'm there. And I know it'll make you feel like you're there, but there's nothing quite like experiencing it firsthand, which we know you'll do after listening to Catherine, because as you'll hear, the uh, scenic beauty on the outside and the welcoming dazzle on the inside just can't be beat. It's a -a one-of-a-kind place for a romantic getaway or just a because getaway. You just need to uh, escape from reality. It's quite ideal for that as well. They've got uh, seven bedrooms to choose from, two social areas. I won't spoil too much. We uh, don't want to steal all of Catherine's thunder, but her breakfast rotation is also pretty impressive, and that's quite important for a bed and breakfast, shall we say. Now, I will say that uh, Catherine's husband, Justin Ulrey, was uh, in the room with us when we talked, but we had some trouble with Justin's audio, so you might hear me refer to them as a you two or occasionally y'all, as I like to, because Justin is sitting there, but you will only hear from uh, Catherine, and uh, we'll try to get Justin on with us next time. 
But uh, like I said, if you ever hear me say, you two or you folks, <laughs> know that that is because Justin was sitting right beside Catherine while we talked. And Catherine said he enjoyed himself. I was glad about that. We, uh, we always want our guests to uh, enjoy their appearances here on Blabbit in the Bluegrass. So we'll hear from Catherine in just a minute. But before we get there, I have yet another Bluegrass Brain Buster hot off the press and ready for your ears. My goal is to do one of these at the beginning of every show. So we'll give you the question now. You can think on it and we will answer the question at the end of the show. So... Of course, whether you realize it or not, Kentucky is a very female-friendly state. And to prove it, we have a number of communities with females in the name. How many communities with females in the name can you name? Again, whether you realize it or not, Kentucky is a very female-friendly state. And to prove it, we have a number of communities with females in the name. How many of these communities with females in the name can you identify? So get the wheels spinning. We will go through a list that I have compiled. Maybe you can add to it too. We will discuss it in the program's final segment. It's yet another Blabbit in the Bluegrass Tourist Temptation. Well, if you're looking for the perfect escape, the place to just get away from it all, either solo or with that special someone in your life, or maybe a few someones for that matter. We've got just the spot for you featured today. It's got a a very luxurious inside, a very scenic outside. It's just the perfect place to leave the city behind, along with anything and everything that ails you. We're talking about the Maple Hill Manor Bed and Breakfast in Springfield, and here to tell us all about uh, the history and all that they've got to offer, all the Many, many reasons why we should go and take time out of our schedules for ourselves to check it out. It's none other than Catherine Ulrey. Thank you. We are stoked to have you two aboard. Now, uh, are y'all lifelong Springfield, Kentucky residents? Not even close. We are actually lifelong Oregonians. <laughs> Oregonians. <laughs> yes. Well, you, you made a trip, didn't you? Yes, we did. Seven long day road trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to split it up. But uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you always laugh when people from Kentucky play, complain about too much rain. We do. We do. We're used to it. But the thing of it is in Oregon, it just kind of comes down all the time here. It kind of comes down in these massive buckets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in Oregon, it's, it's, it's often not as strong, but it's constant. more constant, but That's yeah. Right. In Kentucky, it's less constant, but uh, harder, shall we That's say. Right. So, <laughs> yes, we've noticed. you know, it's that there's a big difference, but uh, how long have the two of you lived here? three months. Oh, how about that? So you're still, (laughs) you're newcomers. Well, (laughs) we arrived March 30th. March 30th. Mm -hmm. Well, well, welcome to Kentucky. And we hope that you're, you're here for the long haul. You settled at a a very nice bed and breakfast in a a very beautiful area. So uh, Mm -hmm. I think we sort of answered part of our first question here. How long have you owned and operated Maple Hill Manor? I guess you took over right about that point, didn't you? March 31st. 
<laughs> we did. We did. We arrived here and about two and a half weeks later, we just kind of jumped in with both feet. The previous owner was really good about transitioning the reservations and everything. And so we just started, uh, we just jumped in and, and, and learned, learned as we went along. How about that? Well, that is so exciting. And uh, tell us what inspired you and Justin to uh, embark on this business venture. It, it really was the property when we were looking online last year for a place to move to, to get out of Oregon, we stumbled across, across this property and actually funny story. My husband found it one night online, but he didn't tell me about it because he didn't want to pay this particular price tag. So he didn't tell me about it. Oh. So he goes to work the next morning and I'm drinking my coffee and I'm looking online and I find it and I give him a call and I say, oh, I think we're moving to Kentucky. And he goes, he looks over at his coworker and he goes, oh no, she found it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide anything forever. That's right, especially on the internet. <laughs> oh God, now have the two of you ever done anything like this before? Any previous bed and breakfast ownership or endeavors of that nature? Never. No, my husband was in, I worked at Coca-Cola for 28 years. I sold real estate for 26 years in Oregon and we oh. decided to do something, something different. Okay. Something so you're, <laughs> you're never too old to try new things, are you? That's right. <laughs> oh goodness. That's awesome. Did, did the two of you have any kids? Uh, we have one daughter. She is 28. 28 year old daughter. Well, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Is she still out West? No, no, she came with us. She okay. actually does the housekeeping here. Yep. Oh, so she's the housekeeper. So it's a family affair. <laughs> well, yes. well, that's that's good to hear. Now, uh, Catherine, which aspect of a B and B ownership and it and it's young, <laughs> it's young life so far for you. Which aspects have you found most rewarding and and satisfying thus far? We really enjoy meeting the people. We're meeting people from all over the country and all different backgrounds and life experiences. So it's really fascinating to hear everyone's stories and the, and the experiences that they have to share with us. What are the uh, different cities and, and states so far that you've, that you've met people from? There's been a lot of people from, of course, Kentucky, Ohio, um North Carolina, Florida, Michigan and Wisconsin. Those seem to be the most oh Indiana. Indiana. Indiana yeah, that's right over the border. So I guess right. <laughs> that's reasonable to expect. So gosh, yeah. you, you might uh you might run into one of your fellow or <laughs> multiple fellow Oregonians before too long. So <laughs> yes, we have we have some coming later this week. A, a couple that I knew um, for years actually in Oregon, so they'll be here later this week. We're very okay, excited. so some of your old friends will be there. Well, yeah. that'll <laughs> it'll be fun to reunite with them for sure. Now the uh, the history of Maple Hill Manor dates back uh, over 170 years mm -hmm. to uh, to 1848. And you've uh, <laughs> you've been involved with the last three months of it or so. Well, I guess we're going on four now, but yeah. uh, but anyhow, give us an overview of the uh, the fascinating history and uh, explain how Maple Hill has uh, changed and evolved through the years. So it's interesting. It's always been a place of people coming in and out 
uh, just a lot of people through these doors. It started out, of course, uh, Thomas McElroy built it for his wife as a plantation, and then the Civil War broke out. It was used for a North encampment. It was used for a Confederate hospital, so there was already a lot of people in and out of here for that in its early stages of life. Uh, I don't know. I think it may have sat empty for a while. There was rumors that it was used as a barn, which I just cannot visualize. I cannot imagine it being used as a barn at all. <clears throat> Perhaps it was abandoned and animals went through here. And that's where that story evolved from. I don't know. Um, of course, yeah. Phil Sims, the football player, was born here and his family had it for decades when they farmed it. Oh, that makes um, sense. Mm-hmm. It was a boy's home, a foster home in the, I believe, late 70s, early 80s. It was used as a foster home, and I've already been contacted by a couple of men that went through here as foster children. Before oh. that, it was it was a dinner house, a Pine View dinner restaurant. I believe that was in the earlier 70s. Um, so yeah, it just a lot of people through the doors. And then the Carols, I believe in the late 80s, early 90s, are the ones that turned it into a bed and breakfast. Uh, and they added bathrooms to each individual room. So each room has its own private bathroom. They're the ones that did a lot of the remodeling. And then they sold it to Todd and Tyler who ran it for 22 years as a bed and breakfast. And then of course we just bought it and are continuing that uh, tradition as well. <laughs> You're carrying on the the legacy there. So truly from, yeah. a, from a barn to a, a foster home, <laughs> you, you've seen a little bit of everything come and go. It's, yeah, it's been a very busy place. <laughs> In that particular locale. And uh, I know it's definitely a, a charming bed and breakfast. Now, Maple Hill Manor has um, received uh, a number of notable awards through the years that it shouldn't go unnoticed, not to mention it has been voted the state's best bed and breakfast by readers of Kentucky Monthly Magazine. So uh, what in your mind have been the biggest keys to earning such honorable recognition and uh, rave reviews through the years? Well, of course, since we just took over, we personally did not earn those awards, but I know that everything- We'll give you that, credit. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks. <laughs> we- we uh, we know that Todd and Tyler did an amazing job um, with all the reviews that we've read that they have earned over the years and then the awards. Um, just there's something about this place and it's really hard to explain until you're here. We've had so many guests come through, especially if they stay longer than one night. If they just come in late at night and they're leaving in the morning, I don't think they get to experience the place. But when they're here for two, three, four, five days, they relax, they go outside and they take in this wonderful Kentucky breeze that you guys have here. And they sit by the fire pit at night and you know, watch the horses out in the pasture. There's benches everywhere to sit at and you know, sit in the shade, take a nap on the hammock. There's just something about this place that's extremely relaxing. A lot of guests will comment that they you know, sleep better here than they've ever slept. So there's something about this place that just kind of welcomes everybody to come and relax. And I think it shows through the awards because everyone pays attention to that. Yes, indeed. So you got to stay with Catherine and Justin more than one night when you make plans <laughs> to go, for sure. So make plans accordingly. And, uh, you know, that, that's why so many of the, uh, you know, the state parks and the, the lodges these days are 
setting mm-hmm. uh, three or four night minimums when you when you book your reservations and that is with a with very good reason for sure and uh you know no, no such minimum at uh, maple hill manor but there ought to be some <laughs> make, you know make arrangements to stay for uh two or more nights at uh that bed and breakfast now before discussing the uh, the comfort and luxury awaiting visitors inside the home Uh, we've already sort of focused on the outside but let's uh expand a little more on this uh peaceful setting it is truly country living so not not entirely surprising that uh it was a former barn although it's hard to picture (laughs) picture yeah you know on the inside but this as far as the outdoor setting it 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 sort of makes sense that it that it was a former barn so describe the uh describe the abundance of uh outdoor scenery in addition to um you know what we've already discussed that patrons will enjoy on this 15 acre property sure so we the the house itself sits up on a knoll so you kind of come in on this meandering winding driveway and you can see the house sitting there at the top of the hill there's about two acres on top here that's pretty flat and that's used for the garden and um landscaping area most of it's covered in shade which is obviously very nice to have around here because it gets a little warm. The um, really, <laughs> <laughs> we're not used to this. <laughs> You're not used to that humidity, are you? No, we're not. Which is why we upgraded the air conditioning. It's probably the first thing we had done. But anyway, <laughs> we're we're surrounded by a lot of farmland. There are thousands of acres around us in farmland, from cattle to tobacco soybeans racehorses you can see a couple of ponds from here of course hay fields so it's very just relaxing you don't have a lot of houses and, and other businesses right up on top of the property so it's it's very relaxing in that regard yeah no wonder people are sleeping better than they ever have but, right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow you you mentioned your garden now what do y'all have growing out there in the garden so we, we didn't have time because we just arrived March 30th. We did not have time to tackle a fruit and vegetable garden this year. We had a huge one back in Oregon. So we plan on doing that again ne- for next year. Something to um, shoot for, yes. <laughs> exactly. And then we're also going to be adding chickens. We have oh, quite a few chickens back in Oregon. And so we would like to be able to raise our own chickens so that we can serve our guests farm fresh eggs every morning. See, so you've got big plans for that garden we do in years to come and Mm -hmm. you know not only in the future might you be getting eggs at maple hill manor but you know maybe fruits and uh veggies y'all like tomatoes i assume Mm -hmm. (laughs) absolutely i served some this morning with a kentucky hot brown breakfast croissant oh so you you got the tomatoes with a a kentucky hot brown breakfast croissant that is the breakfast of champions right there yeah but but, uh, anyhow to supplement the home's uh, scenic exterior its interior is um truly a, a sight to behold in fact it is considered one of the best preserved antebellum style homes in the commonwealth so uh, talk if you would about its unique design along with the attractive features that will dazzle occupants upon arrival inside the home sure so it it was built in a greek revival style uh, the walls are four bricks thick, which I think has a lot to do with why it's still standing. And of course, the limestone foundation, the the blocks down there that it was built on are just amazing. When the guests come up, of course, there's a double door entry. 
those open up. It's really nice to have my husband will open those up in the morning so that the sunlight comes in and it just when guests wake up, you know, they get to see some natural light, not just artificial light. Um, the ceilings are almost 14 feet tall. So when you walk in the entry, it's just very impressive and massive. The doors in that lobby are just under 10 feet tall. Um, they look, you know, like giants could walk through those doors. They're huge. And then there's also three chandeliers here from a hotel out of Louisville that are about a hundred years old. And so when you put all that together alone, it's, it's quite impressive. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you get the, the scenery from the outside in addition to uh, all that you're looking at inside. Now, is it, uh, is it two stories, Catherine? Oh, yes. Yeah. We have two rooms downstairs in addition to the sitting room and the dining room and the kitchen. And then there's five bedrooms upstairs uh, that are available as well on the second level. Okay. All right. So seven, seven bedrooms all told, right? Correct. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So plenty of plenty of room to stay with uh, with Catherine and Justin there. Now, how many of you? How many of you are there right now? How many guests do you have at the moment? We just had our last two checkouts, so now we're on our weekend. So we usually run about fifty to sixty percent full. Okay, so so there's always room to spare. Most of the time. <laughs> Almost always, and if not, there will be soon. Oh, first, yeah. There at uh, at Maple Hill Manor. Now, uh, valued guests there at the bed and breakfast can't possibly go wrong with uh, any of the seven relaxing rooms uh, available uh, for, for them to choose from. However, uh, I thought we'd highlight a few of these if we could. So why don't let's describe the uh, the most charming characteristics of the following. And let's start, shall we, with the uh, John James Audubon room. John James Audubon is near and dear to my heart because he spent quite a bit of time here in, uh, in Henderson. In fact, we got a, a state park named after him, in case you didn't know mm -hmm. that. John James Audubon State Park here at Henderson. So let's talk about the, the room name for him there at Maple Hill. So all the rooms were named, of course, um, by the previous owner, and we do not intend to change any of those. So just so people know. If it ain't broke, that, don't fix it. That's right. Exactly. Um, that room is one of the ones that's on the main level, and it seems to be the most popular room. Uh, the walls are painted in kind of a robin's egg blue. We put in new carpet when we bought the place. Again, those tall ceilings. It, that room feels the largest. Just even though almost all the rooms are all the same size, that one just feels incredibly large. Um, and then it's got a canopy bed in there and uh, room to spare. There's a love seat. There's a huge wardrobe uh, to put your stuff in. And it, there's just plenty of space and a fireplace, of course. And if I, yeah, no, no room would be complete without the fireplace. That just <laughs> always adds a, a nice touch. And uh, that's an extremely popular choice that John James Audubon room but let's switch gears now and talk about a room named after another gentleman that was a very influential in the, the state's history in fact he wrote the state song my old Kentucky home Mr. Stephen Collins Foster so let's talk about the Stephen Collins Foster room mm -hmm. so that's our other room that's on the main level and the biggest difference between that and the Audubon room is that the Stephen Collins Foster Room has a jetted tub in the room, and so we have found that some guests like to uh, use that. Um, and the the room is is done with a touch of an equestrian theme, 
there's a kind of a sage green wall color and then some of the other equestrian decor in that room um, just to give a little nod to the Kentucky Derby. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So, so if you're a horse fanatic, you know, there's going to be a special spot in your heart for this room. And the, the jetted tub, that that's um, that, that's basically a hot tub. So you can get that feel. And it's, uh, you know, it's it has room to accommodate too, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it does. In the hot tub. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> you know, it doesn't get, more, doesn't get more romantic than that, does it? That's right. If you and your special someone want to get away you know you can't go wrong with any of the rooms but the jetted tub and the the Stephen Collins foster room is is truly where it's at uh, as far as the <laughs> uh, the ultimate romantic getaway in my opinion but anyhow let's uh, talk about the the biggest room that you have available there at the Maple Hill Manor in fact it's a suite it is none other than the uh, the the McElroy honeymoon hideaway suite. Sort of a mouthful. <laughs> it is it is a mouthful, and the reason it's referred to as a hideaway is because it actually has a separate entrance on the back of the manor, which uh, and it, it's on the second floor, and that gives it a private balcony that faces uh, the sunsets and so and the farmland. So it's a really nice place to sit uh, in the afternoon, evenings, in the spring and, and fall time. It gets a little warm in the summer, um, but it's, it's very private for people that want to get away or have that romantic weekend or the honeymooners or the people celebrating an anniversary. Uh, it's a great, great getaway. And that room actually has um, the refrigerator and microwave and things like that. We don't have those in all of the rooms just because of the historic nature of the house, but that particular one does. And it also has the jetted tub for two in the room. Okay. So you get the, not only the jetted tub, but the private balcony as well. Exactly. So that, you know, you talk about your two for one and, you know, the, the, the microwave and, and the refrigerator, those are are nice pluses, but uh, you know, there's no there's no need to use a microwave because you're doing all the cooking, aren't you, Catherine? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and Justin, I'm sure. Does Justin do any of it? He he helps serve. He'll bring you your juice in the morning, and he'll bring your breakfast and clear okay. the dishes. All yes. right, so it's a team effort. You cook and he serves. So that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that and and plus your daughter's there, so she could you know she could fill in in either of your uh, absences should you not be available. So absolutely, <laughs> you know, one way or another, it's going to work. So uh, you know that the the, uh, the private balcony and the. The, the jetted tub and the McElroy suite, those are, are two great bonuses. Now, since it's a suite, is that like technically two rooms or is it just one? It, it is one room, but there is a private little entrance uh, that then leads into the room. And that's where the refrigerator and, and all that kind of stuff are. Oh, okay. So that, that entrance could technically count as a room. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> maybe yeah uh, if we were being if we were being generous but anyway you're gonna have plenty of room to to spread out and be comfortable now I know that um, Maple Hill Manor visitors often marvel at the one-of-a-kind Lincoln Library so uh, give us an overview if you would of the wide array of books and collectibles that patrons will see in the library Catherine 
that that room is overwhelming. I think I could spend a year in there and not see everything. There is so <laughs> much on those show, show floors. There's floor to ceiling uh, bookshelves that are just full of books and, and collectibles. I found the, um, and I don't know if it's a complete set or not, I need to look it up, but it's the decline and fall of the Roman Empire dated 1909. That's in there. Our history buffs will appreciate that. Right. There's so much history in that room. There's a 1942 complete set of world encyclopedias, which I find fascinating. Um, and of course, tons of classics, you know, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Gold Watch Travels. There's various, various books like that. And then there's, you know, newer modern stuff, books on gardening. Of course, there's a lot of fiction in there and travel books. We've added a couple boxes of our own when we moved, but not a whole lot. Then there's some different collections, like an arrowhead collection, some military patches. Uh, I also added my great-grandmother's leather um, school bag. She was a teacher in Ohio, and so I've added her bag uh, to one of the shelves in there. So so the all race have added their own personal touch. Yes, it's a small touch, yes. <laughs> a small touch, yes, to the, the Lincoln Library. So whether you're looking for, you know, future travel possibilities or gardening tips or or a history lesson, the, the Lincoln Library is the place for you. And Catherine, I'm sure you find a fair amount of this material to be uh, great to end your day with as bedtime reading. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> there you go. Not just bedtime reading, but, uh, you know, any other, any other free time that you have. How, how much of it have you been through so far? How much? Of the library? Yeah, of the library. Um, about probably about 10 minutes <laughs> 10 minutes well <laughs> I don't have a lot of free time but I often dream about you know getting up there and just browsing through those books and, and there you go well well you're a Kentucky lifer I've got faith so you know in your yeah. in your many years here you will you will make your way through that library at some I point will. I will <laughs> and get through all that reading material mm -hmm. and uh then you'll be then you can maybe compile a, a big old uh, synopsis of it yourself in a book of your own so right <laughs> you know, just something to think about in your retirement years but uh, I'll, I'll contemplate that yeah. there you go we'll we'll keep our we'll keep our eyes and ears open for that Catherine now uh, of course <laughs> no Maple Hill Manor bed and breakfast experience would be complete without a mouth-watering meal to wake up to each morning. And we, we mentioned your meal this morning was a Kentucky hot brown breakfast croissant with mm -hmm. a tomato. And my mouth is watering just at the, mm -hmm. at the thought of that. So uh, in, addition to the, in addition to that, let's um, expand a little more and talk a little about the, uh, the scrumptious sensations that uh, are commonly served as part of the, the breakfast rotation, because I know these vary daily. Mm -hmm. They do. I don't, I don't want to serve the same thing twice to people. I'm sure they get bored with that and I get bored making it. So um, we, <laughs> we don't want Catherine getting bored. No, no, we don't want that. <laughs> One of the things we serve is an orange knot pastry on the side. It's a little puff pastry type with an orange zest and an orange uh, glaze on that. And they're very, very popular. We uh, purchased some locally blended sausage from the butcher shop in Bardstown and Typically, we'll have that or bacon on the side. We've served breakfast enchiladas quite frequently. Those are filled with cheese and diced ham and a little bit of more cheese on top with an no. enchilada sauce. A little Mexican-style um, breakfast. 
Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, they're, and they're pretty popular too. Um, uh, we use a hash brown and cheese waffle topped with sour cream and green onions. Those are, oh, those are yummy. Get the little That's sweet and salty favorite. mixture going on. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then, oh, there's the maple pecan French toast for something on the sweeter side. Uh, we've served strawberry scones with a lemon icing. And um, once in a while, my husband gets to break out the barbecue and do a pork loin for me so that the next day I have pulled pork and I can make pulled pork egg Benedict. So, oh, how about that? So, <laughs> eggs with a, a nice barbecue twist. So do you, right. you know, do you, uh, how do the meals usually work each morning? Do you have like one main course and a few sides? We... Yes, there's usually a fresh fruit or fresh berries on the side, and then you've got your main plate with all of the hot food. Um, and then, of course, you've got juices and teas and coffees and all that fun stuff. What so. array of, of drinks mm-hmm. to choose from. Now, what, uh, what, what time is breakfast served each morning? We try to tailor that to our guests' needs. Um, occasionally, I'll do a breakfast by 7.30, but, you know, <laughs> I don't make a habit of it. Um, it's usually- I, I bet most people choose to sleep in a little lighter than that. Most of them do. I love it when everyone's out late at night partying or whatever they're doing, drinking bourbon, and they don't even want to see me until like 9.30 or 7 o'clock. That's great. I, you know, I'm happy to do both. But typically, breakfast is between 8 and 9.30. <laughs> 9.30, but, uh, but you can re- request your time of choice because yes. uh, <laughs> Catherine is perfect, perfectly cool. As much as she loves to cook breakfast, she's perfectly cool with sleeping in too, aren't you, Catherine? That's right. You got it. <laughs> You know, so you just get your breakfast, whatever the heck your heart desires. Now, uh, now finally, uh, guests can bring home a, a Maple Hill Manor souvenir from the farm store on site. So tell us about the, uh, the bargains we can find at any given point in time on the shelves of the farm store, Catherine. So at the moment, the farm store is actually closed because we're in the middle of doing some repairs and oh, we okay. to paint it and revamp that. But we have had the majority of the product for sale in the lobby in the main house so that people can see that. Um, people typically are interested in the mugs. There's Maple Hill Manor uh, pottery mug that has been very, very popular. Uh, there's Christmas ornaments that are um, I think they're made out of plaster. They're carved um, images of the manor. They're just beautiful. Um, I don't think we have too many of those left. Actually, I need to order more. Uh, those are popular stuff. ornaments. <laughs> they're very, po- they're just, they're beautiful. They're very detailed. There's a lot of alpaca fiber products. There's been um, a lot of stuffed animals that are made out of the alpaca hair. And they're, they're like touching air. There's just nothing there. They're so beautiful and they're so soft. Those have been very, very popular. We've sold quite a few of those since we've been here. Um, And then some candles and other uh, bourbon products as well. So you got to have some bourbon products when you're in Kentucky. That's, (laughs) that's just, (laughs) that's a requirement, but anyway, something to look forward to when the, uh, when the store reopens. And in the meantime, you know, if you go visit Justin and Catherine, you need a souvenir and everybody needs a souvenir. You can, uh, you can get their autograph because y'all sign them dirt cheap, don't you? Oh, of course. We'd be happy to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you, the price of your autograph will, will go up in time, I know. But for right now, 
<laughs> it's still very reasonable and i'd be glad to to hook you up with that on your way out the door at uh at maple hill manor bread and breakfast now I've, of course in addition to your breakfast i know that uh, you also serve a dessert each evening do you not Mo yes most evenings we'll have um either some freshly baked cookies this week we had a peach shortcake with homemade whipped cream uh, one, one week we had a cake, a hummingbird cake with, uh, pecans and a buttercream frosting. It, it just depends on how many people and the weather and. <laughs> yeah. What, what folks might be in the mood for, you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. there's a, there, there's a dessert rotation too. So, but regardless yeah. of what it is, <laughs> it's going to satisfy that sweet too. So make sure that, uh, you're even if you're not hungry when you first get to Maple Hill Manor, you know, you can always make room for dessert, right? Of it course. Just, it just sort of slides right down. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> so take advantage of Catherine and Justin's delicious desserts there at the at Maple Hill. Now, this has been a blast. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I know my listeners have uh, certainly learned a lot. Now, before we let you go, in 60 seconds or less, Catherine, why don't you give us your best sales pitch for maple hill manor bed and breakfast as the perfect place to escape and <sighs> exhale yes so maple hill manor can be a destination by itself guests can stay on the grounds nap in the hammock watch the animals in the pasture sit by the fire pit on the patio play games in the parlor and watch the sunset it really is a step back in time. See, I mean, the possibilities are, are truly endless. So do, do, you, do you have like card games in the parlor? We do. There you go. So you can go in there and play your card, play, play cards. That's a family affair. Watch TV. And you've got, um, you've got two social rooms in there, don't you? Yes. Yeah, yes, we do. that that in addition to one more. So and they're both on the ground level. So perfect right. opportunities for you to to bond with those that that mean the most to you and check them out at uh, MapleHillManor.com. Also, uh, they are on Facebook and Twitter. Am I leaving any out there, Catherine? No, nope, you got it. You covered you got it. it. We covered the base as well. That's that's what we aim for around here. Now, uh, <laughs> one more thing. You're from Oregon. So ducks or beavers? My husband was a duck fan. <laughs> you're you're just sort of uh, neutral. You're just sort of along right. for the ride. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever a football game's on, you just watch it casually with him. I understand. Right. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, thanks so much, Catherine. We're sure glad you're in Kentucky, and uh, I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have. We have. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you so much. We'll do it again sometime. Sounds good. <laughs> I mean to tell you, I can just taste that Kentucky hot brown croissant right now. The next time that rolls around in the uh, breakfast rotation out there, it would certainly be in my best interest to uh, hitch a ride that direction. And that uh, waffle hash brown combination, that sounds insanely good too. I don't think I've ever had them together. But I like waffles and I like hash browns, and I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that I would like them together, especially at, at Maple Hill Manor Bed and Breakfast. I mean, that breakfast rotation is truly second to none, and you will stay in luxury and style while making great friends with Catherine and Justin. We thank them so much for uh, 
joining us. Uh, Justin, sorry we couldn't uh, figure out your audio there, buddy, but we appreciate you uh, coming along for the ride, and we'll get you on next time around because we certainly will want to circle back with Maple Hill Manor Bed and Breakfast sooner than later, for sure. And if you'd like to suggest a bed and breakfast or uh, any other tourist temptation, which we've got a ton of them across the Commonwealth, I'd love to sit here and tell you that I know about them all, but I don't. So that's why I have this handy-dandy email address. You can reach me at bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com, B-L-U-E-G-R-A-S-S-B-L-A-B-B-I-N at gmail. Dot com, and I'm also readily available via the Blabbing in the Bluegrass Facebook page. You can uh, make comments, leave messages there. Be sure to like and follow the page if you're not doing so yet, because all of my previous shows are there. If you are new to the program, you can catch up on anything and everything that you've missed. Any of those episodes that you love so much, you just want to hear again, hey... They're all right there for you, and I love interacting with uh, listeners via the Facebook page as well. So, if we play our cards right, guys and gals, we're going to come your way once again next Wednesday. That would be July 27th, the very last Wednesday of the month. But the show will not be complete without your presence, so mark your calendar now. Come back and join us then. Now, we have a very important subject to discuss before we leave you this week. And we have to go through the list that I have compiled of all the towns in the state of Kentucky with females in the name. In case you didn't know, we have a ton. And that's what makes the Commonwealth such a female-friendly state to be in. Whether you're a visitor or a, a lifelong resident or a newcomer resident, it's you know it's definitely welcoming for females and males for that matter. But today we're going to focus on the females through the towns, including their names. And we're going to start with Thelma. Thelma, Kentucky is uh, an unincorporated community. By the way, a number of these are unincorporated communities, but they still count. Okay, I'm blabbing in the bluegrass. They, by golly, count. So, uh, Thelma, Kentucky is an unincorporated community in Johnson County. By the way, the seat of Johnson County is Paintsville, to give you a point of reference there in far eastern Kentucky. But Thelma is in Johnson County. Also, we have Nancy, Kentucky. Nancy is an unincorporated community in Pulaski County, just a little bit west of Somerset, which is Pulaski's county seat. So we can't forget about Nancy, Kentucky. Inez, Kentucky. Inez is actually a county seat. It is the county seat of Martin County, which is in the far eastern part of the state. So make sure you visit Inez, Kentucky. Find out what they're all about. Lola, Kentucky, in the total opposite part of the state. That's out west. Lola is in Livingston County, Livingston County, Kentucky, which uh, the county seat there is Calvert City, just for a point of reference once again. But uh, go check out Lola, Kentucky, Alexandria. I'm sure a number of you have heard of Alexandria because that is another county seat. In fact, it is one of two county seats in the county of Campbell. And I, that may be the only county in Kentucky with two county seats. I'll have to verify that, but but I know that Campbell has two county seats. One of them is Newport, and the other 
is the aforementioned Alexandria. So find out what Alexandria is all about. Of course, Elizabethtown, that's well known. It is the county seat of Hardin County. Also right there in Hardin County, you've got Cecilia. Cecilia, Kentucky, which is an unincorporated community there in Hardin. Hardin may be the only county in the state with two female-named communities in the county. I'll have to verify that, but uh, as far as I... As far as I can recollect, uh, E-Town and Cecilia make Hardin County the only county in the state with two communities named after females. Also, we've got Sarah, Kentucky, which is in Elliott County. The county seat of Elliott is Sandy Hook. That is uh, one county over from Ashland. Is that one or two? Anyway, it's close to Ashland, but uh, Elliott County, <laughs> county seat is Sandy Hook, and that's where we find Sarah, Kentucky. Sarah is in Elliott County. And last but certainly not least on my list of Kentucky communities with females in the name is Louisa. Louisa is the county seat of Lawrence County, Kentucky, which is in the northeastern part of the state. So we cannot, cannot forget about Louisa. And undoubtedly there are others that was just a list that I was able to uh, compile uh, based on my knowledge and other findings that I <laughs> gathered in recent days, but uh, no doubt this isn't all. If you have anything to add to that, you know how to touch base with me. Bluegrassblabbing at gmail.com. That is my email address. Also, don't hesitate to make a comment or leave me a message on the Blabbing in the Bluegrass Facebook page. We'll have another brain buster for you next week and in the meantime don't forget to listen and subscribe to the show without paying one pretty penny via apple google podcasts spotify and verbal more podcast directories coming so stay tuned for updates but for now those four you can utilize to access the show they are easy to use they are free two great pluses so no excuse for you to leave me hanging at any given point in time that we get together here on Blabbing in the Bluegrass. And until we meet again next week, you know what you got to do. Keep laughing, keep smiling, and keep blabbing in the bluegrass. Because we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. There's nothing here to hide because we're saying it with pride. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With knowledge of the state, you're sure to appreciate. Yes, we're blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. Where musicians furnish talent and great whiskey cools your palate. Just a blabbing, blabbing in the bluegrass. With a fit for every taste, precious time is not to waste.